0: Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, and I am here again for another week, hanging out with you, taking your questions from the non-traditional pre-med discussion over at premedforms.com and answering them here on the podcast. Today, we have a great question about extra classes to raise GPA to a 3.0 or study for the MCAT. Before we jump into the question, don't forget to check out mapped.com. We have over 1,500 students in there right now using mapped, making it a staple of their pre med journey. We, as I'm recording this, just pushed out an update to improve some of the graphs to help students understand what they're looking at. And then we have in the next several weeks, we have so many more amazing improvements coming. Again, go check out mapped.com. It's M A P P D. Dot com. Our question today states, Hello, I'm a non-traditional student with a bachelor's and a cumulative GPA of 2.7. I started to do a do-it-yourself post and I have completed all of my med school prereqs, including biochem, but not the recommended extras like genetics and microbiology. For the post-bac, I've completed 32 credit hours with a 3.9 GPA. That brings my cumulative GPA to a 2.9. To bring that up to a 3.0 for the 2021 application cycle, I would need to take 14 credits during the fall and 14 credits during the spring. I do have a full-time job that I cannot quit until I get accepted into medical school. That means if I take 14 credits per semester, that would leave very little time to study for the MCAT. My question, what would be a better use of my limited free time Take fewer credits per semester and study for the MCAT, potentially getting a higher score and apply to medical school with a 2.9-ish GPA or aim for a 3.0 GPA and a potentially lower MCAT score? All right, so very interesting question. I I think it's a very common struggle that especially non-traditional students have. You have so many credit hours that those extra classes just don't make a dent. And this student, 3.9 GPA over the last 32 credit hours in a postback, and obviously has done great, but still needs 28 more credits to get up to a 3.0. Now, I think there, there are a lot of things to think about here in terms of applying to medical school in terms of which is the better route. And I think the student really answered the question for themselves, basically saying, I work a full-time job, and it's either going to be take more classes or study for the MCAT. And I think where they answered the question for themselves was "Ah, the MCAT score is important. We all know that. And so nobody is ever going to go, I'm gonna apply with a low MCAT score because I didn't study for it. The third option here, and then let me add in a third option, and, and we can throw this into the mix too. Is the student focuses on those next 28 credits, gets a 4.0 in those. They finish with uh, 50 credits at close to a 395 GPA, let's say. Great. Like, that's solid. They just break a 30. Awesome. And then. They study for the MCAT. Now, obviously, that would delay the application cycle. And this student didn't really say whether or not applying for the 2021 cycle, which means you apply in 2021 to start to medical school in 2022, they didn't really say if that was a hard date, right? A lot of people, when they get to this stage of the game, especially non traditional students, have this usually arbitrary deadline in their mind, I have to apply by this date. And it is completely arbitrary. There's nothing that literally says you have to apply by this date. You are looking at your life going, I need to continue on with my life. I need to apply by this date, but nothing is really saying you have to apply by this date. So I want you to take a step back and actually think about that. Who is forcing you to apply in 2021? Probably nobody. Right. And yeah, I understand. Maybe there's some parents out there that are going to cut off funding and kick you out of the house or whatever. Right. Those, those are things that happen. And sometimes you go, okay, peace out. I'm going to go live with some roommates and do what I can do so that I can do classes and study for the MCAT and just delay my application a year. So that's another option. And I'm not saying that's the right option. That's just another option. In my mind, 32 credit hours is impressive. Now, I do Ask the Dean, which is a podcast and a YouTube series that I do at mapped.tv. And that I do with Dr. Scott Wright. He's a former director of admissions at UT Southwestern Medical School, a former executive director at TMDSAS. And he always comes to the table with the, the number 45. That's the number that he comes to the table with. Show me 45 credit hours of really solid work. Now the difference between 32 and 45 obviously is a bunch. That's another semester of a full course load. And can you maybe just do that? Do one semester of a full course load and then study for the MCAT? So you you're you that's a fourth option. We didn't even talk about that, right? That's kind of halfway in between. You do a half a semester, get get those 14 credit hours, and then study for the MCAT uh, instead of taking those extra 14 credit hours. So that's another potential opportunity. At, at the end of the day, I think what you need to do is prioritize the MCAT as much as possible. The MCAT's a beast. Most students hate it. It is going to take a lot more work usually than you expect it to. And so I don't want you to take those 28 credit hours and, and study less for the MCAT. I want you to either just go, you know what, 32 credit hours, I'm okay with that. I'm comfortable with that upward trend. I'm going to quote unquote risk it and apply with just 32 hours versus one more semester and get up to 46 credit hours. You could do that. And I want you to focus on the MCAT. So there's lots of different options. I'm actually not going to tell you what, what the best one is because I think they all have pros and cons. So again, looking at it one more time, there, there are several different options here. Number one, you you take the full course load, you're working full time and you you half-ass the MCAT and and you, you don't do well on the MCAT. That, in my mind, hurts your application. So in my mind, that one's out the window. The next option is you do 14 hours that first semester, you don't do a second semester of classes and, and assuming the timeline works out, I don't know what this timeline looks like, you you then focus on the MCAT and apply. Now, a wrench gets thrown into that if you were planning on doing 14 credit hours in the spring and then 14 credit hours in the fall because those 14 credit hours in the fall don't really count on your application. Sure, you're going to get them before you uh, are potentially accepted and matriculate into medical school, but those aren't on your application. So in my mind, those are useless hours. And a lot of students try to play this game where they're banking on the classes that they're going to take after submitting an application without thinking and knowing that usually those classes just aren't taken into account. And if you need those, then why are you applying anyway? And so with that said, right, the question is, was the plan to get all twenty-eight credit hours before the application? My guess is probably not. As I'm recording this at the, in the middle of September of 2020, we're in the fall semester classes already, and so maybe you're already taking classes in the four. The next fourteen are for the the spring, maybe. But let's talk about if it was just the spring and then fall of 2021, you were gonna do 14 credit hours, 14 credit hours. If you do just the 14 credit hours in the spring of 2020, those classes typically end around May-ish, right? And then potentially you start studying for the MCAT, that is an uh, uh, also an option. But think about everything that goes into an application, your personal statement, your extracurriculars, tracking down letters of recommendations, making sure transcripts are handled, uh, starting to write secondary essays. So while you're doing all of that, you're also working on your schoolwork, making sure that doesn't slip. You're working through the finals. You're still working on application stuff, and then you transition into MCAT stuff. It's a lot. It is a ton of stuff to be handling all at once. So... Really, at the end of the day, I I don't really have an answer for you other than make sure you don't deprioritize the MCAT because the MCAT is going to be able to open more doors for you that potentially your GPA has closed. And so a strong MCAT, while it doesn't counterbalance a lower GPA, it just helps with the total application. Just help show your achievement. And what you've done already with 32 hours at a 3.9 GP is fantastic. It's phenomenal. Is it good enough? That is the question. And that you won't have an answer to until you apply. So good luck to you and to your journey. I would love to hear where this results, what you decide at the end of the day. If you have a question you want answered here on the podcast, again, go to premedforms.com. Ask your question in the non-traditional pre-med discussion. And don't forget to check out Map to be able to track your journey. And then in the next month or so as I'm recording this, we'll have our uh, guidance kind of feedback algorithms built into the application to really start giving you some very specific feedback on your data that you have put into mapped. So again, mapped.com. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the old premeds podcast.